Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This week on The Marketer's Report, Patrizio Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct-to-Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on building trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy, and we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. As the number one audio company, iHeart Media gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the data you need to grow. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. And it is an extremely good evening from the Axon boys here after Hibs 1, Celtic 3, the Easter Road hoodoo's over and we're now only two points behind and we're now back second in the league. Russell boys, before we have a look at tonight's game, let's have a look at the first quarter of games that we've now went through. Hearts away, Livingston away, Aberdeen away, Hibs away. Uh, Motherwell away, and I'm missing an away game there. Um, Hearts, Aberdeen, Aberdeen away. Six away games, all tipped off, and we're only two points behind. We would have, we would have taken that before a ball was kicked this season, eh? Uh, close to that. Maybe not taking it before a ball was kicked, but certainly after the first six matches, when we're at a 50% win ratio, 
I agree with that. I think the, you know, the the hat trick of wins now, away from home that we've just accumulated, and I'll go back to it. We're now putting pressure on the other side, and we failed to lay a glove last season. So whilst yeah, you'll never take anyone away from a team that's won a title, right? You never do, but they never were put under the cosh at all. There was no heat on them at all. We never breathed down their neck. We've shown signs of that the past couple of away wins, and tonight they, you know, they blinked first again. So it was a positive night results-wise. We are only two points off. It's three away wins on the trot, which I didn't see coming. I'm absolutely delighted with that. Um, yes, the second half tonight, I'm sure we'll get to. But you're right, Kev. Look at the bright side of life, you know. And two points off. I I wouldn't have taken it at the start of the season because I would never accept that. But at one point when it got to, you know, a 50% win record after six games, yes, I was 100% have took it. So I am very happy. De- definitely. Lawrence, what about yourself? Uh, we're now uh, going into the second round of fixtures. Um, Livingston on Saturday at home, two points behind. Tonight was, well, there's another monkey offer back tonight. It's another, it's a, if you wanted to say the Easter Road hoodoo has absolutely been uh, destroyed tonight. Listen, we've come through an injury crisis, a hard one in the away fixtures, and we're still in touch. You know, we've gained some points tonight. I don't know if the other game's finished yet or if John Beaton's kind of still playing some injury time for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> Next goal, the winner. Next goal, the winner. It could be. But, listen, injury crisis, hard away games in the middle of a European run, and we're two off the top, whilst Ange is rebuilding the team. There's a lot to be happy about, you know, and I've even uh, seen the first Kyogo haircut, not unlike Russell's, but young Murray Crines, a big hail hail out to him. <laughs> there's a picture during the game, you've got to check out this haircut down in Nottingham. So, listen, there's a lot to be happy about, isn't there? There is a lot to be happy about tonight, and it was a tough venue that we went to tonight, Russell. It's a venue that hasn't been kind to us previously, but in the first half hour tonight, it looked like it was going to be all our paradises. Uh, in the in the east, uh, it, it did look like that. You have to have a look at the first goal. Came came after ten minutes. David Turnbull a diving header for Anthony Ralston. But up until then, as soon as the game kicked off tonight, it was a hundred and twenty odd seconds before a Hibs player touched the ball. We we actually we actually made a statement from from the kickoff tonight, and we got our rewards with, with Tony Ralston scoring from a set play. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's really important to highlight the significance of Celtic now scoring goals from set pieces, you know, because that was something that was actually absent. I think the record was something like two years under Brendan Rodgers. And then last year we conceded 18 in the SPFL from set plays. When you start looking at that, if you're conceding from them, you ain't scoring from them. Um, and I think that could be another very important element if we're going to win this title back. And I think, you know, it's great to see that. And Ralston, I think one thing about the SPFL, right, it's never going to be a league that you win every game playing Pep Guardiola football, no matter how much you want to aspire to that. That's great. For whatever reason, and I'm not saying rightly or wrongly, you need that blend in your team where you might have a lot of technicians, brilliant footballers, and then guys that just... I want of a better expression, get it. And they've got things that Stephen Presley probably spoke about in every single interview I've ever seen him speak. <laughs> he says, 
desire, bravery, <laughs> heart. And I think, and you know, whether we like it or not, in Scottish football, you do need to have a blend of that in your team. And Tony Ralston was the epitome of that with his diving header. He just wants it that bit more than anyone else. He'll lower his head to, you know, obviously a place where he could definitely have been injured. He doesn't care. He takes it at full pace. And I would contrast and compare that with, I know Lawrence was a wee bit critical of Mikey Johnson's half cross, whether it was at a shot in the first half. But I also would like to see a wee bit more for the two players that are in that area. And even if they're not going to get there, have a go and slide in. And, you know, you know you might get crunched, but, you know, go for it a wee bit more like Anthony Ralston did for that goal. And we're going to need guys to do that and be brave and just show that heart and determination this season. And as I say, it's not always pretty on the eye, but in Scottish football, unfortunately, it'll never move on to being a tactical battle throughout. You're going to need to have other weapons in your arsenal. And uh, I thought Ralston showed that tonight, and it was brilliant to see. I, I think that's the same in any league, Russell. Even if you look at the, the riches that Pep Guardiola has actually got, there is times when Man City actually have to dig it out as well. And I mean, I think the second half, even though it was nerve-wracking to watch, if you go back and watch the game, you'll probably realise wait a minute, that was a bit comfortable that we actually dug that out. That was decent game management, especially in the last eight or nine minutes when we actually took the ball for, for a canter. And we actually made no attempt to actually try and score. We just says, we're killing this game. We're taking, we're taking the three points. We have done our job in the first half. Lawrence, you, I don't think we can actually shake off the importance of how good we were in that first half. Um, I mean, we go one nothing up, then right away, virtually right away, six, seven minutes later, we get the second goal. Big Carter, Cameron, Vickers, Cameron Carter, Vickers, I keep on getting that mixed up the other way, eh? with a side foot <laughs> finish that a centre forward would actually be pleased with. Listen, brilliant first half. Tony Ralston, think, man of the match. But bit Russell touching something about set pieces. Ange seems to be coming in and sorting things out. We used to concede a lot for set pieces. We're now really tight. It seems to have sorted that out. We're now starting to score goals for set pieces. It's almost as if things are happening on the training ground and we're now putting them into practice on the pitch. Second half, look, you've got to, you've got to earn the right to play. You, you, you know, you don't just get to play pretty football. Sometimes you do need to dig mm-hmm. it out. But we totally managed that game. And it, you know, Hibs had a couple of chances, a couple of big saves, but be hard. So you can say maybe they could have had a couple of goals, but you, you know what? We could have three or four more over the 90 minutes easily. So, cracking win on the road. You, you, you know, I mean, we were looking at three away games. We're going, you know, we need to take it. You know, what Russ was saying earlier, which one are we going to win? You know, everyone's a must win. And, you know, it's nine out of nine. It's brilliant, isn't it? Made up some ground in the league. I've heard that game is only just now finished. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you listening on long wave warrants? <laughs> have you got a long I'm wave radio? You've got long wave Wi-Fi anyway. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Got, I mean, Lawrence makes a massive point there, Russell, and we made this point at half time, but we've now got over 1,600 viewers on who some of them might have not joined at half time. At half time, actually infused about the importance of Joe Hart. He proved it in the first half when we were one nothing up that save, and he proved it again in the second half with the only clear cut chance Hibbs created in that second half. That's why you need a big goalkeeper. And you banged on last season that goalkeepers win you points. Joe Hart actually won, did actually was a major contributor to winning the points tonight. Yeah, I think you're spot on. Do you know what I liked about his? 
See, his first half save, I was talking about composure. And he never panicked, even though the ball was almost in our own six-yard box by the time the shot comes away. Uh-huh. He, he stayed calm, and then he's actually trusted his reactions, which, you know, is an instinctive thing he was born with, which is brilliant. Because that's a game 75 caps for, for England, you know, if you, you've got to have brilliant reactions like that. See, his second save, that reminded me of Joe Hartley's peak. See, the way he came out, it was almost, you'd seen him in a Man City top doing it. You know what I mean? Like, he may as well pulled on the old City jersey and done that. It was very iconic. And I wonder if that's a sign His he's getting back confidence-wise after a few years, maybe, well, in fact, let's be honest, his career going peaked on compared to where it was. And now he is beginning to get back to a confidence level where he, he goes back to his old sort of traits. Because, see, in terms of an age of a goalkeeper, 34 in the modern day, you only need to look at Craig Gordon, you know, right now, who's doing wonderful things, still at 39. You know, there's another goalkeeper in the league who's, you know, done pretty well at 39 as well. 34's nothing um, no. for a goalie. And I thought, with the way he came out, I wonder if it was maybe the first half save gave him that confidence, or if it's actually an accumulation now of a run of, a run of matches, some important moments, his value in the side being right back up to where it was in those Mancini Man City years, and he's beginning just to get that wee bit of swagger back and he's now acting impulsively. See when he runs out and it's that, you know, the way he spread himself, that was honestly so iconic from what you kind of came to expect for Joe Hart. And I actually think we might still be see, I think we might still be to see the best of Joe Hart yet this season. And uh, absolutely over the course of the campaign, Kev, whether it's a match like tonight, where, yes, Lawrence is right, we could have scored a few more goals. Mm-hmm. But if Joe Hart doesn't make those two saves and we don't take our chances, it's 3-3. So there's already another way of looking at it, eh? and, and you're right to highlight his importance. You've got to highlight the importance. We win as a team and we lose as a team. We give up chances as a team. And your goalkeeper is, Ange Postacoglu says to Joe Hart when he signed, I'm going to need you to do a job for me. You are going to, you're going to need to make saves. And, whether that's, and Joe Hart's went, I'm up for that. And as you, you quite rightly said there, eh, that was an iconic save. And he was that calm when he came off his line for the second one. He knew he's going to put it there. I'm going to fling, fling a hand up here and actually going to get it. Lawrence as well. I thought Cameron Carter-Vickers tonight was utterly outstanding. When he when he charged up that wing in, in about the 91st minute, it was like two Hibs boys trying to shake, shake a... A, a Maori off the ball at that corner flag there. They were never getting round him. That's how they should have bought a ticket to try and get round him at that corner flag. I thought he was faultless defensively tonight. It, it, it was class. I can't believe he gave away a throw in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't know what's going on. But uh, the, the big man's class is scoring goals. He, he's just getting better and better with each game, isn't he? Uh, you know, we, we do have a really solid defence now. Albeit he gave up a few chances, we lost a goal. You get into every every game and you're thinking, you know what, we've got something to build on, and the players in front of them must be, be thinking that. Going, you know, if we do give up a chance, the boys behind us they're either going to intercept it, maybe they get by Starfield and Cameron Carter Vickers. They've got big Joe behind them. That you, you, you know what, you'd put your money on it and get a hand to something, wouldn't you? You would. I mean, you've got that confidence back in your goalkeeper now that you did have with Fraser Foster, and that is a big call. 
after the, the first quarter of the season. You have got your confidence that your goalkeeper can make saves an important part of the games. Ian McIntosh on YouTube, Starfell also decent. He was actually decent. I mean, again, Russell, we're going to need to have a look back at the game. We will have a look back at the game over the next couple of days. I found that setting half nerve-wracking. Only reason because our passing went, but we dug the game out. But I think when you look at the back, as a team, as a defensive unit, apart from that one chance, we hardly gave anything up. Hardly gave anything up whatsoever. And that's completely so different from when we were at uh, the 50% one rate, as you says earlier on. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that, Kevin. I think you're right. We're not giving up the same opportunities. Albeit, you know, you are still feeling the nerves at times because the one thing I feel was at the start of the second half, Hibs are boiled because of that void by that goal that they scored, right? Uh, towards the end of the first half. And they've came out with a wee bit more belief, shall we say. And for me at times then, they also knew exactly how we were going to play. Because there's only one way apparently, you know? And I felt we invited pressure on ourselves. And Ange recognised that, right? Completely acknowledged we're actually causing bother. Because there was a moment... Joe Hart was sliding outside at the edge of his box, making a tackle mm -hmm. almost, you know. And you, these are the wee moments that take you back to earlier in the season and still give me the fear a wee bit. Now, there's two sides. Is Ange looking at that now and going, do you know what, we are going to need to change it here because we're a wee bit, you know, not looking, we're looking a wee bit shaky, a wee bit vulnerable. I'm going to actually change my style slightly as the game goes on. Or is it purely just down because he's now got other options? To me, it's somewhere in the middle. And I don't think there's any shame in admitting that Ange is changing a wee bit or there's any shame in admitting we've got now way more options than we did when we were getting rubbish results. I think it's a wee bit in the middle. And he brings on Giacomacchus and you watch Joe Hart, the two times he got the ball after Giacomacchus came on, the first two occasions, he's in possession of the ball. Boom. Straight up the park both times. And that is undoubtedly a clear instruction that, right, let's now manage this game because and change it a wee bit because we're maybe inviting a wee bit pressure on. But, again, I think it is important to be positive here. Even though Celtic maybe looked the first 15 minutes of that second half a wee bit, a wee bit under pressure, maybe a wee bit, you know, like they were inviting trouble on themselves. You're absolutely right, Kev. The, the actual chances, clear-cut chances, shots on goal we were conceding, weren't all that frequent. So that tells me there's an improvement there, even when we are maybe a wee bit, you know... You're going to have phases in every game, Kev, where the other team has a bit of momentum behind them. It happens in every oh, definitely, aye. The opposition get momentum aye. at some point. It's how you then deal with that. And I quite like, I thought it was refreshing when Giacomacchus came on. I thought particularly the first 10 minutes he came on, he took the stuffing out of Hibs a wee bit, just not necessarily by his contribution, but just Celtic's willingness to bypass their press by just getting it more direct up the, up the park. So... These options are going to come in very, very good for us. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Russell, football fans deal with A to Z, but they never consider the B2Y. And interesting stuff happens in the B2Y. And as you say, we've now got that option that if a team's pressing us up the park and we're, and we're not quite on it as we were in that setting half, you bring on Yakamakis and you give Hibs or whoever you're playing something else to think about. 
Correct. They, they can just knock it long now and play the football further up the pitch. Lawrence, uh, if we go back to that first half as well, it was scintillating stuff and we really should have been out of sight by half time. After 30 minutes, we should have been singing and dancing all the way to that, all the way to that final whistle. And for me, I think the setting half is a bit of a leveller because it's kind of dragged us down a bit to realise we've still got a long way to go to be a perfect side. But when Tom Rogic does stuff like he done in that first 40 minutes, sometimes you've just got to tip your hat and go, I'm glad I'm seeing Tom Rogic doing stuff like that in a Celtic jersey. I think with Rogic, you know, kicked off a part of the set, set or else I think he'd have been doing it for 90 minutes and the second half might have been different. Mm-hmm. The guy's just been a, a, a revelation. So w- w- whether it's, I don't know, BTY or is it Beta to Upsilon or something <laughs> now because of the Ange, I don't know. But it's definitely good to see it, see it happening, isn't it? Uh, you know, you're right, so you know, Hart played it you know, long the first couple of times. It makes us think, you know, can we afford to press now because... This is just going to go over the top, and that Yakimakis, it, it, it looks a dangerous player, doesn't he? It, it, it looks as if he can cause bother to him. He was unlucky, I think, he slipped when he was sitting one. Aye. You, you Aye. Know, the right idea, he's got, you know, he's confident enough to hit it first time, but, you, you know, after the, the first quarter, a fixtures to be two points off the lead, a, you know, new team, injury crisis, hard away, way rounds. It, it, it's, it's happy days, isn't it? You know, we should be coming into it to supposedly easier fixtures for us now between now and Christmas. You come up, you come up to a lot of fixtures, especially in December when they try to fit them all in before you have the three week break. Mm-hmm. But Russell, there's been a lot of the time. Oh, who's just gave us a thumbs down? Uh, give us a thumbs up, boys, please. <laughs> oh, that's that's no fair. Eh? Uh, we've got eighteen hundred, over eighteen hundred on the broadcast, and somebody just gave us a thumbs down. So everybody hit that what thumbs up button. Eh? Hit that thumbs up button. I've got a funny feeling. I know who it was, and he's just he's kind of polluting the comments. Eh? So I I've got a kind of funny feeling who it is. Russell, start of the season, um, we spoke about mentality. And one and one of the good things about that setting half, while still showing how far that we've actually got to go, we showed a decent mentality in that setting half. I, I was thinking to myself, get through the first 20 minutes. Get through the first 20 minutes and do not lose a goal. Then eventually you'll start creeping back into it. It took us to the 80th minute to creep back into it right enough. But yeah. we've, got, we've got that mentality, as you say. We need to grind things out. And when we go to places like Easter Road, we're not going to get it all our own way. And we are going to need to dig in. And we are going to need to have big heart performances from Joe Hart, Tony Ralston, Cameron Vickers, Cal McGregor. I mean, there's a whole load of them there that actually just done a shift when, when we actually needed it, when we actually deserved it. When you said big heart there, and then you went Joe Hart, and then Tony, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Tony Hart. <laughs> um, there's two sides to it as well because what I'm seeing is the defence, I think, definitely seems to be getting tighter as we've just spoke about, not giving as many chances away when we're in a, a winning position, grinding out, if you like, or taking the you know the, the more difficult patches in the game slightly more than a stride. Just to flip it slightly, Jota gets a chance in the second half that mm-hmm. is a million miles off target and is one of a few examples again tonight where Hibs can have their moment in the second half if we're more clinical in the first. And I also think 
that's the final aspect of the mentality shift that's still not quite got there. I think Joe Hart's definitely that second half save for me has convinced me now he is getting back up to not quite peak levels. I don't, you know, who's to say he'll ever get back to that, but certainly the best form we'll see him in a Celtic jersey. I think the defence have grown together, you know, as a, as a unit, particularly obviously with, with Juranovic coming back. He's looked, you know, he, he, he takes it quicker maybe than what the, the other ones have. Uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers needed match fitness. He's got that now and he's now strolling it. Starfelt is getting to grips with life in Scotland, you know. I've, and I've always said, you know, Sweden to Russia to Scotland is an unusual career trajectory. Be a bit patient here. Not all these scouts internationally and in Russia, etc., can be wrong. Uh, or ours. Uh, mm-hmm. He'll get there. Ralston, I mean, come on, what can we say? Oh, I, now begin to think, again. I, I think now, up front, when we get chances, and it does, I don't mean necessarily strikers here, by the way, I mean across the attacking, the you know, final third of our, our team, we have to be burying more chances. I would be interested to see, I know our top scorers in the league, right? But see if you actually look at how many chances Celtic have created this season, how many have been converted, a better percentage isn't actually... Do you know what I mean? Like, what you would expect. Because it feels to me like we've created a heck of a lot of great chances. And I think once we start seeing Jota be a bit calmer in that position that he was second half, David Turnbull going across the keeper, not near post in the first half, Mikey Johnson putting it on a plate for Kyogo as opposed to the plate being four foot in front of him. I think all these wee things add up and that's when you'll see the final mentality shift that we're looking for, Kev. And... I don't think we're far away from it, by the way, so I'm not saying that over-critically. I think that's the, that'll be the final, well, not the final piece of the jigsaw, but you know what I mean? That'll be certainly when we start taking more of the, the clear-cut chances because it also means these high-pressure moments from Hibs in the second half are diluted by the fact they're actually definitely. five or six goals Aye, behind definitely. as opposed to three. Uh, I definitely we're only talking Hibs are only back in that game because we miss those chances and as you right. say at half time those, those missed chances become a talking point as, as longer the second half goes on if it was Aye. scoring a fourth goal Joining Gallagher on YouTube brilliant result we had to make our subs uh, so only natural our foot was off the gas excellent first half still a good comfortable one for us love Joe Hart and the big unit CCV Lawrence, it's very, it's very unusual for, especially this season, for the Celtic fans to be utterly praising uh, our defensive unit after such a sumptuous first 30 minutes, first 35 minutes. Eh? But again, I think that shows how far we've come as a team in a short space of time. I think so, but I think part of it is uh, our defence, you know, we're the best in Scotland and we get hammered in the press all the time. Or the shaky Celtic defence, the dodgy Celtic defence. That's the best defence in Scotland, that constantly in the media first is the shaky Celtic defence, the dodgy Celtic defence. So I think sometimes that calls our view as well. But, you know, that the first half was brilliant. Hibs are always going to have something in the game. But, oh, definitely. You, you know, the defence are, are doing what we wanted to do. As you said, I'm Seti Hart, you know, I'll need you to make saves for me. You know, that's why they're in the, in the team. Can't be one, can it? Just Angie's record for wins in the trot as well. Be, yes. Yeah. Just quickly, so, Lawrence. 
See, just what you're saying there about the shaky defence, and then I'm saying we're missing chances. I've got the league table in front of me right now. Top of the league, right? They might be by two points. Their goal difference nine in the in the plus. Ours is nineteen. It could actually be double. They could actually double that the amount of chances that we have missed if you look. I know, but to the start of the season. But I think Lawrence is touching on something there. You know. Well, you know, we've conceded the least amount of goals in the league. I think joint with Dundee United after tonight still. Um, and we've clearly scored the most. Plus 19 after 11 games in the terms of the goal difference. Now, that's not going to win us the league, by the way. You need to have the points on the board, and I get that. Mm-hmm. But the signs, when you look at that, you're going, if this is going to be a title race, and I think if we're all honest, is likely to go to the wire, probably. I think, anyway, it's going to be relatively close, I think, either way, you know. A goal difference like that, as we know, can become an extremely important factor. Just when you said that, Lawrence, about the defence, you know, our defence would be pretty chuffed to be in the lowest conceded in the league. And then with a plus 19 uh, uh, goal difference, the strikers will be telling me to shut my mouth. (laughs) 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 Uh, I wonder what the expected goal is. I'll have a look at that afterwards. I was was trying to... I was was trying to find it before I came on, eh? But I've got too many buttons to press here and I'll probably cut these off or something like that. (laughs) Cherry bombs, heavy pitch and driving rain. The wide guys did well, but again, Calmac's engine was incredible. He's become an inspiration. Lawrence, do you fully agree with that? Listen, he has the metronome of the team. There's nothing Calm can't do in that team. He he just covers every blade of grass. He very rarely puts a foot wrong. Seeing a yellow card for the team, it looked as if it might have been a foul to us, you know, but obviously Don Robertson lets it go and he just has a wee tug and and Boyle pulls him back, takes a yellow card for the team. So, yeah, but I went again to Calm. But, you know, it's just expected of him now. We were talking about this uh, on Tuesday, you know, Calm didn't really kick on until he was 22 or 23. Look mm-hmm. at the number of players now in our team that are round about that age. Tony Ralston, but being one, you, you, you know, he could be part of the next wave that's come up through the ranks and could be, you know, five years' time. Could be the next kind of Callum, James Forrest, same way Mike is yeah. about that age as well, isn't he? Nah. I mean, we've still, we've still got quite a few players to come back, which is happening as, uh, as well. Uh, Grayson Helsenden comes in. Russell, our back line is a wonder wall. I just h- d- hope we didn't look back in anger at the end of the season. There's a big... I'm not even going for my head went there. No, I'm not even going there. Right, we've got Livingston. Chance to get revenge against Livingston. They were one each with Dundee United the last I saw. I don't know if, right, that, if it finished up... Uh, I finished up that. We know what we're going to get with Livingston at Celtic Park or on Saturday Lawrence. Is there any changes that you would make? To that, we wouldn't we need to see how Roger is. I think that's a big worry, isn't it? You know, he was hoping mm-hmm. he comes off. There's, there's, there's probably an argument whether beat on work tonight or not, but that's we'll, we'll let the bulletins decide with that if, if he worked tonight or not. Defence picks itself. If Roger is fit, you know, it's, it's Livingston will probably go with Calmack, David Turnbull, Rogic. It, and it's up front, you know. Well, you know, we've got your... You, you've got Forrest can't be far away. Mikey's looking good. You've got embarrassment of riches. I've oh, done OK when they come on. Didn't, didn't get a lot of minutes. But uh, I probably wouldn't make any changes. <laughs> you, you, you know, we're on one streak. I, I would just kind of keep it going. 
if we can, if a project is out, you know, it's either Beaton or McCarthy that you're going to look to bring in, is that? It would be. I mean, McCarthy wasn't even on the bench tonight. Um, Russell, the only change I can maybe see on Saturday, I can maybe see Yakamakis getting another start and Kyogo getting moved out wide. Um, that's the only thing. That's the only thing I can see. I think he might manage Mikey Johnson. If I say you've got seventy minutes tonight, we'll, we'll maybe sit you back on the sit you back on the bench for sixty minutes and come back on. Maybe swap him in a badder about. But that's the only two things I can actually see him doing uh, at the weekend. I think you're spot on. I actually do think Jack Amakis will come back, and I thought it worked at the weekend. I think he's rotating the squad to to suit each fixture a wee bit more than what obviously he didn't have many options earlier on. But I, I think Jakimakis, the, the thing I've liked about him for the Ferenc Barros match, I know there wasn't much time to judge him the, the, the game before they appeared in, but the uh, the Ferenc Barros match was the confidence that he played with. Mm-hmm. He started with confidence. See his finish for his first ever starter Celtic at the weekend. But, you know, half an hour on the clock was again a complete confidence. And I think Lawrence is right. He does slightly uh, slip when he goes to take that shot. But he's mm-hmm. eager to get the shot away because he's feeling... He's feeling good about his cell, and I just think home game against Livingston, we've got the guy who's the top scorer for Holland in our ranks. When was the last time we had a striker of that sort of calibre? Well, and not like top scorer for, you know, five years ago. We're mm-hmm. talking about, you know, the current golden boot winner from Holland, basically. If they've got a golden boot, I don't know. But I think you've got to be taking your chances and playing him at the weekend. Personally, I would like to see him up top partnered with Q or... If Rogic is out, like we, we don't know yet because we don't know the extent of his injury, I would have Kyogo a wee bit further forward than what Rogic plays and have him sort of just in behind in behind Jakimakis. Um I think that, that could work and have your natural wide players um, playing wide and you might get the best of both worlds there. It doesn't shake up the formation too much, but you might be able to get Jakimakis and Kyogo playing sort of, you know, in the, in the, in the preferred roles as opposed to having to always compromise or sacrifice to get one or the other in the in, in the starting lineup up front. Does that make sense? That does make it does make perfect sense, Russell. Uh, John Boy 67. John Boy 67 Graham comes in. Trust the process group the uh, troops and Cookerborough, another professional performance. Take it one game at a time. Hail hail. And I think we need to leave it on that. Take it one game at, t- at a time. Enjoy tonight. Subscribe to the channel. Have a great day at work tomorrow. Go to the bulletin at half past 12. Have a look what JP and PJ are actually saying. Have a watch of the state of Scottish football at six o'clock on the channel at night. Subscribe. Press that wee button. <laughs> and do everything. Support the channel. Support Celtic. We'll see you all later. Thanks very much for listening. and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? 
Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's B-A-S-Y to 203203. It's the Marketer's Report. This week, Patrizia Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on the difficult task of building and retaining consumer trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy, and we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. The best thing for us to do is to build a relationship with our consumers. And if those consumers have a relationship with the DJs that are on air, then we want to build on that. House of the Dragon, which was one of our most successful, if not the most successful campaign we've ever done for a show, audio was a core part of that. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. Not just a media company, iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.